welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here in Texas. We are live at the Healing for the Ages conference, and I'm here today with Dr. Jennifer Taylor. She is an upper cervical chiropractor, yeah. which I have know very little about, so I'm going to learn from you today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So what is this, and why is it so rare? Well, you were just telling me there's like 70 in the world who specialize in specifically well, what you do? Yeah, well, as far as upper cervical chiropractic is concerned, it is a specialty in the mm -hmm. chiropractic profession. Sure. And um, there's approximately 1,200 of us mm -hmm. between, you know, America and Canada. Okay. And there's a few peppered in Europe. Okay. You know, but as far as the designation that I have is a diplomate in it's a diplomate of chiropractic and cranial cervical junction procedures. Yes, it's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. DCCJP is mm -hmm. like the actual initials, initials I have after my name. Mm -hmm. And so um, there's less than 70 of us right okay. now going. We went through a three-year program, 300-hour program, okay. um, three-day board exam. <laughs> Wow. So to, That's to, yeah, you have to pass that. And um, But it's, it's really specializing in this area up here. Okay. It's the skull, the base of the skull, right. the atlas or C1, and then C2. It's called the cranial cervical junction. Yeah. It's the most neurologically dense area of the entire nervous system. And sure. it can literally be a choke point to where the brain just simply can't speak to the rest of the body. Yeah. And, right. you know, the vascularity that goes through there, the nerves that go through there, all of those areas can be compromised with, you know, a simple knock on the head, a whiplash injury and a rear, rear end accident. You know, our soldiers out there that are fighting and they get those concussive, um, you know, things go right after their brain. And, you know, you hear about how they're just people after having a head injury or a neck injury, how sometimes they just can't get their get up and go anymore. Right. They have migraine headaches, vertigo, dizziness, um, that kind of. I don't know, brain fog, mm -hmm. you know, concentration issues, severe right. fatigue, like they just cannot get enough sleep. Yeah. I hear it all the time and they've done everything. Right. I mean, I've heard so many people um, today tell me, yeah, they, they, they have the, the great water. They have, they're doing all the supplements. They're mm -hmm. doing everything they know to do, but you know what? None of those can handle a mechanical issue. Right. And that's where upper cervical chiropractic comes in. It is a special specialty within the chiropractic profession. So I just want to get the word out there mm -hmm. that there is hope and there is yeah. healing. You just have to make sure that you're looking in the right place. So is this when, forgive my ignorance, because I no, really no, don't, okay. is this like when they crack the neck? No. And, okay. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> I hate that. It terrifies me. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the, the I'm, thing I'm is, sure is there may be benefits to it, but it, there, it terrifies there, me. There are, there are. Sure. Now in my office, we don't do that because again, we're specialists. Right. So, and what we do is so specific and so gentle. Okay. The first time somebody gets an atlas alignment, they're like, I'm really, is, is that it? <laughs> right, right. Okay. You know, but the diagnostics that we do prior is, is so um, is so precise. We take precision mm -hmm. um, uh, x-rays yeah. to determine the exact position of the atlas. Is it okay. tilted? Is it rotated? Is it shifted? And how do you do that? Is it with x-rays or is it's it just a manual? Yeah. Okay. Um, there is, there's x-rays that are taken um, in some offices. Um, hopefully sometime soon I'll be moving to maybe um, CBCT, which is a 3D image. Okay. of the area, cool. which is the technology is really expanding really quickly. Right. So I'm hoping, you know, next several years probably to get into that yeah. as well. Um, there is a very specific MRI 
that I have, mm -hmm. and it's an upright MRI. I am so blessed to have an upright MRI 10 minutes from my office. Wow, okay. There's very few around. Yeah. It's a phonar um, is what it is. And we can actually really specifically look at the ligaments of the area because, mm -hmm. you know, x-ray doesn't give you, no. you, can't, you can't see soft tissue. Right. You can only see bony tissue. And you, you sometimes you can't even see fractures. Like it has to be a real break, like right. a hairline fracture. Often exactly. You don't even see. So an MRI really can help us too. And, and we can move into that. So there's several different tools that we can use mm -hmm. um, to determine, okay, what's happening in this upper cervical mm -hmm. area? Right. Because it surrounds the brainstem. The right, brainstem right. controls your breathing, controls all of your cardiovascular function. But you know so what? All your autonomic functions. All of it's there. All yeah. of it's there. And um, but it also controls all your postural muscles. So it's kind mm. of practice, you know kind of interested in your posture. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's the window to the spine, right? Yeah. So um, how interesting. So somebody who I mean I know there are a lot of factors that go yep. into posture, but could somebody whose posture is misaligned, could it be coming from that? I find that it's one hundred percent. Interesting. So when a uh, patient comes in to see me and I, you know, I do palpation, I want to feel what's happening, get some feedback from the patient, you know, sure. it's like what hurts, what's not mm -hmm. moving, what is moving properly. And then one of the first things I look at is leg length. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about um, the atlas being misaligned, it actually torques the brainstem. There's these ligaments called dentate ligaments that suspend the, mm -hmm. the spine within the spinal canal. Mm -hmm. And they're really rigid at the very top and the very bottom. Okay. They're anchors. Right, 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 sure. So that's what we've got going on there. And so you want the middle to be more mobile right. and then you want those to be firm yeah. so you have an anchor. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So when the atlas goes out of alignment, you actually get those dentate ligaments kind of torquing the brainstem. So now you're having information going to those postural muscles that are just not balanced. As right. bipeds, we have to be balanced. Sure. You know, else we're gonna fall over, right? <laughs> right that's right. not never a good day. Mm. So no. when that happens, we actually, I have a patient lie down on their back. Their okay. ankles are basically off at the end of the table. Okay. And I check their leg length. Sure. Is their leg length even? Rarely do I find, now I always take a history before I start this right. process. And if there's a history of maybe hip dysplasia as a baby, I mean polio, or right. um, you know maybe they have some bionic hips or knees. Mm -hmm. That can actually cause some issues with that leg length difference, sure. but I don't, I don't actually see that often. Okay. Um, but when I do, when I see that leg length difference and there's no history there, and everything's kind of pulled up. That's the first neurological sign that there's something going on all the way up here. I'm looking all the way down at the feet, but it's happening up here. So. I look at that. Then we look at posture. Then we do a thermography, a surface EMG. We do um, heart rate variability scans. We um, do so many different. What is the heart rate variability? Oh, this, well, I know what it is, but yeah. how is that? How is that related? Good question. <laughs> okay. So you have the atlas, which is this right. top bone. They call it the atlas because you know the Greek god Atlas that holds right. the whole world up. Well, now this is your whole world. This is what this is your CPU is, yeah. right here, right? Protect the noggin. Exactly. Speaking of which, I don't think there's any coincidence that this grand design, mm -hmm. the most important system in the body, is completely encased in bone. Right. Think about that yeah. for a second. Right. right? So you have you have the atlas up here. And where was I going with that? I'm telling you, I totally lost my Oh, with the heart rate variability. Oh, variability. How is that related? Yeah. So you have the atlas. And in front of the atlas, right in front here, you've got some nerves that go here. You've got okay. you've got some, some vascularity. You've got the internal jugular vein, mm -hmm. glossopharyngeal. You have the accessory nerve. But you also have the vagus nerve. 
Right. That's right there. Right. Okay. So if you've got a nerve and you've got this bone that's going like this and shifted, mm -hmm. and we can actually see on that specialty MRI that I was mm -hmm. telling you about, yeah. you can actually see the vagus nerve compressed. So now, someone who has a, a so sorry to interrupt, but I'm just yeah, wondering, so somebody who's got like a dysregulated nervous system could, it could actually be mechanical and not just emotional. It, like it could Correct. be feeding that. Wow. Correct. Because we all know, I mean, this is just basics when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Does it compress nerve function properly? No. I'm also wondering, could the reverse happen? Could someone uh, get a compressed compression or a misalignment there due to like an emotional trauma or nervous system dysregulation? So like what? Like where you hold things? Yes. Right? So okay. think about it this way. We talk about how does misalignment or subluxation, that is mm -hmm. the word chiropractors use to, right. to tell that there is a misalignment of a, a vertebra. Right. So when we're talking about that, we go, okay, well, how does that actually happen? That's a yeah. big thing that patients always ask. Yeah. <laughs> we call it the three T's. Okay. Trauma, toxins, and thoughts. Trauma, that's pretty obvious. Sure. Right? Whiplash injury, slip or fall, sports injury, you name right. it. Right. <laughs> pretty, pretty run of the Car accidents, yeah. Toxins. I mean, toxins affect our nervous system every single day. The air we breathe, the water we're drinking, the food we have to eat. You know, right. things that are just like pumped into our system 24-7. It's hard to get away yeah. from that. But then think about thoughts. You can, someone walking into the room right now, you can tell whether they're stressed out or not. Totally. They're in that fight or flight stance. Yeah. Right? Yeah, fascia holds. Exactly. Yeah, the keeps the score. So the long, I love that book. Yeah. So, <laughs> I cried like literally <laughs> sobbed through most of it, but yes. Right. So, so it actually causes that too. So we, we see consistency within that. Yeah. When a patient is comes in, they have you know chronic stress. We ask about all these things. Right. But we quantify it with objective findings. Mm -hmm. You can't just you know a patient can tell you everything that's going on, but literally they're only in tune with approximately ten percent of what's going on. I don't want to take care of ten percent of a patient. Right. I want to take care of a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's why we do all these diagnostics first. I mean, when you come into my office, I am not going to adjust you on that first day. Right. Because I need to get a full picture. I need to sit with it. I need to analyze the films. I need to put a report together mm -hmm. so I know exactly what's happening with that patient. Right. They'll come back. We'll sit down knee to knee. We go over everything top to bottom. Mm -hmm. They get their why. Right. Wow. Nobody, I mean, I said, well, why do you have high blood pressure? Mm -hmm. I don't know. My doctor said I just need this. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there's studies out and there that show. <laughs> exactly, because my, my body's doing something that's saying it's wrong. It's got a symptom. It needs this yeah. drug. Well, that may be so you don't have a stroke. But right. what if there's a mechanical issue that may be causing some disruption up in this area? Uh, How about we figure out that maybe if that's the problem... You can actually go back to your doctor and say, look, you know, I've taken my blood pressure for the past, you know, 15 days. Yeah. And it is, it's way low, especially when I take my blood pressure medication. Can we maybe start talking about getting me off of this stuff? So this is going to sound like it's out of left field, but it's a selfish question. Have you ever seen any of uh, uh, the work that you've done have improvements on glaucoma? Um, specifically not gla glaucoma. Okay. I haven't, I actually, I mean, I have patients that come yeah. in that have glaucoma. Yeah. It's um, similar to blood pressure and it is hospital. Yeah. yeah. So there is, there's a correlation. Okay. Now, have I specifically made that correlation? Right. No, but I can tell you how I can make that correlation. Okay. So the MRI yeah. that, that um, I have, I've done with some patients, you can actually see what we call pooling in the frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. 
you can even see how the 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 back of the orb of the eye is mm -hmm. compressed because of that pressure of CSF fluid, of wow. cerebral spinal fluid flow. Yeah. Now, when there's compression of the internal jugular vein, that's what that's what drains the brain. So you make about approximately 500 cc's of a cerebral spinal fluid every single day in the ventricles of your brain. Mm -hmm. That, what that does, it bathes the brain, it, it cushions the brain, it sends nutrients to the brain, it mm -hmm. cleans things out. Right. So if you can't drain the brain, mm -hmm. then it's going to pool. Sure. And you have that pressure. Right. So can that cause migraines? Sure. sure. But you know, it's affecting the frontal lobe. Mm -hmm. The frontal lobe is your personality. The frontal lobe yeah. is where you make decisions. Yeah. That's what separates us from the chimpanzee. Irrational brain, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, so, logical functions. Exactly. So, but it also can cause morphological changes within the orbit of the eye. Can that affect the eye as far as pressure in the eye? Mm -hmm. I would expect so. I'm not, I'm not, you know, a, an eye doctor. Sure. But, I mean, I can extrapolate from that. And I actually work with, you know, optometrists and, and neuro Themologists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a couple of patients coming in right now with that and issues okay. um, that and we're kind of working together. So it's yeah. it's really interesting how if we just start focusing on the patient mm -hmm. and not how it's going to benefit our office, right? And we start talking to other doctors who are experts in their field. Like mm -hmm. I'm an expert here, right? Right. I'm not an eye doctor. I don't want to be an eye doctor, right? But I want to surround myself with doctors that are that are experts in their field, so sure. that patient can get the team that they need, right? No, I think that's so. That, that's such a great point because I think we are in an age of specialization, compartmentalization, mm -hmm. um, and there's definitely benefit to it. That there's a reason why we have that, but I think that it, they're so compartmentalized and siloed that they don't connect with each other. You have and so then to you don't get that. a whole picture of the patient and how to right. help the patient. But if you had right. some collaboration, right? Yeah. Now I'm, I'm not licensed to take anybody off of medications, right? But if there is a mechanical issue that's occurring in my field, right, that I'm allowed to work in, and we actually take those parameters and say, hey. Talk to your doctor. Your mm -hmm. blood pressure is way low. You're kind of feeling a little dizzy. This is probably a good reason to talk to your doctor about lowering that medication. Right. Getting off blood pressure medication cold turkey we know is very detrimental. Sure. You can't. It's dangerous. Yeah. And you need a doctor to slowly wean you off that. Right. And um, I'm not qualified to do that. Sure. That's not my area. Mm -hmm. Okay. I right. don't prescribe drugs, nor do I want to. <laughs> So I actually have doctors that I work right. with that I can refer to just in case their primary prescribing doctor is not on board. Right. But I tell I tell every patient that you have to you have to bring data to your doctor. If you want to get off medications, you have to bring data to your doctor because they have to have a reason to do it. Because sure. they've been taught that cholesterol has to be at this level right. or else you're on a on a med. Yep. Blood pressure has to be at this level or you're on a med. So right. they have to feel comfortable too. And you know what? More often than not, doctors will support you in mm -hmm. getting off of those medications if you bring them that data. Right. So I teach and if you allow them to, to monitor that. you, I, I've, I've had that where I'm like, can we do a little trial? I'll come in more regularly. Right. Yeah. Right. And then they get on board, and guess what you're doing? And in if the they meantime? don't, if they're not willing to even explore, it, then you probably find a new doctor. And and that's what that's yeah. what that's what they do, and that's yeah. why I have doctors around me that I can go. Okay, well, if they're not, then. But think about it this way. In the meantime, you're educating your doctor mm -hmm. on something different they've never heard of before. Right. It's not their fault. Sure. They just don't know what chiropractic can do. They don't right. know what upper cervical chiropractic can do. 
So if you go, the only thing I've done is I've done this and the chiropractor told me that mm -hmm. I need to monitor. Mm -hmm. And ever since I've been doing this type of care, right. my blood pressure has been going down. Now you're educating that doctor on what, how we can collaborate. Right. Do you see how important yeah. that is? Yeah. That's and so how huge. many people can get off drugs and not continue to get on this, this right. drug train? Yeah, exactly. If we collaborate together. I don't think doctors are necessarily as hard-headed as you think. Mm -hmm. um, I think we just need to talk right. and we need to see the data. They're just trained, right? They're right. trained to something very specific and Correct. this is a standard right. operating procedure and right. that's what they You don't come to me for heart surgery. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. those are some of the things that, that I get to see. Awesome. Well, I know you you need to get going, but tell people if if they're where they can find you if if they're in your okay. area, and yeah. how can they find a doctor who does similar work? Right. And what are some of the things like symptoms or things they may that may tip them off that this is something they may even yeah. need? Well, I mean, just the postural changes, the okay. forward head posture. Um, I would I'm say that, yeah, like, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I know everybody gets really, yeah. Um, but also the, you, you've always been told one leg is shorter than the other mm -hmm. or a hip is always out of alignment, yeah. something like that. Um, those are some things, uh, migraines, headaches, um, vertigo and dizziness are really mm -hmm. big. Um, the tinnitus, you know, we, we've actually heard talked about today. Um, things like that, um, Meniere's disease, um, gosh, uh, neck, I mean, just regular neck pain. If you've sure. ever been in a car accident, if you've ever been in, you know, played sports, contact sports, it's always great to get just checked sure. just to see what's going on there. Um, but in order to, to get to a doctor, yeah. you know, if you, if you are in the greater Dallas area, okay. um, DFW area, I'd be happy to take care of them. Um, but you, you would reach me at drjentaylor.com. That's okay. D-R-T-A dot D-R-J-E-N-N. T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. Okay. And then, but if you're not in the area, UpperCervicalCare.com okay. is a great way. There's all, they're all upper cervical doctors there. Awesome. Um, you'll find my designation there too, okay. DCCJP, but all the doctors on there are top notch. Great. So if there's somebody in your area that is on that site, I would go for it. Okay. So those are the two ways you can find. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for being here today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll post the links underneath. Great. Thank you so much. I Thank appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.